BYU in the Big 12 plays here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Through 15 minutes of play, BYU 7 and Cincinnati no score. BYU in the Kalani Sitake era, a 32-9 record when leading after one quarter. They've won their last three when taking a lead into quarter number two. Cincinnati outgains BYU 108-29 in the first quarter, and that's the, the, the tale of the season for the Bearcats. A lot of yardage, not enough points to go along with those yards. By the way, uh, Jacob Robinson with the uh, touchdown, the pick six in the first quarter. Stats intern Juice, Juice Woodson with a couple of notes about that. It's the first defensive touchdown for BYU against a Power 5 opponent since Dion Gumwalaku returned a fumble against Cal back in 2018. And it's the Cougars' first pick six against a P5 opponent since Alani Fua had a 51-yard INT return against Georgia Tech 10 years ago. Greg Rubel, Hans Olsen up here in the all-pro capital broadcast booth hands what do you have and rightfully so it goes to jacob robinson his third pick pick on the season he's so smart he's so smart that was such a wily veteran-like move to get that pick six just so everybody can see it in their minds you've got a slot receiver jacob robinson walks right over the top of him actually bangs him right at the line with his two hands in his chest and then runs a crossing route with him Right as the crosser comes to the from the other side across him, he switches off his man and drops into the zone. And Emory Jones, the quarterback for Cincinnati, thought that he was going to stick with him all the way across the cross, but he dropped off it into his zone and was sitting right there to pick that ball off with a nice open field in front of him. And uh, Jacob Robinson, he's showing a lot of veteran moves out there. BYU's sixth defensive interception on the season. All right, as we come back in to play number one of quarter number two, the Bearcats have a first and 10 at their own 46-yard line. The Bearcats are four for six now on third downs. BYU one for three. Cougs the 7-0 lead. Power pistol, strength left. The handoff starts left, trying to bounce it back to the right was Miles Montgomery, but Harrison Taggart wrapped him up and dropped him. We don't talk enough about these plays and these moments. This is just good, solid, front-line play. You've got Antonisa Mahe, who stands his ground. You've got Jackson Cravens, who stands his ground. They stand in strong. You've got Caden Haas, who doesn't move. And those big linemen, they hold their edge and they hold their, their, their spot. And when Cincinnati can't move them off that spot, it makes for a really easy tackle by Taggart. The referee called a 30-second defensive timeout. Called for by BYU. We'll stay right here with this short break. 14.42 to play until halftime. BYU football is brought to you by Delta, the official airline of Brigham Young University's football team. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Mitch? Yeah, I want to call out just really quickly. So uh, Raider Damuni is getting quite a few snaps. He took all of the snaps last series. He's in He's in this series. He's a guy that, you know, over the course of the first four games, I've loved. I love that he's getting more action. He plays with so much power. He's strong. He plays with a ton of physicality. Uh, BYU coaches are clearly trusting him. He's a freshman, so he's learning the defense. Seems to give, uh, he's getting quite the opportunity today as this is his second consecutive series plan, playing every snap so far. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for 150 years of helping you succeed. Zions Bank is for you. Shotgun snapped Jones, and he'll take off on the draw, have a first down and more, lower the helmet, and hit the deck at the 39 of BYU. Give him the 40. They'll mark him one yard back. So at the 40-yard line, first and 10, 
Cincinnati, that was a 14-yard run for Emory Jones. So if you're D-tackle, get your notepad and pen out and say, all right, don't give up the middle anymore. Jones settles in the pocket, goes deep down the near sideline, incomplete again. The run game is working really well. The throw game, not so much. Three for ten now are the Bearcats through the air, but they've run the ball for 105 yards already. They've outgained BYU by almost 100 yards, yet they have nothing to show for it. 7 nothing BYU the lead on the Jacob Robinson pick six. That was intended for Donovan Ollie, the Washington State transfer. Back in 2021, he had one catch for 22 yards against BYU in Pullman, playing for the other Cougars. They set up power pistol strength right. Stretch handoff to the right to Kiner. Nothing doing. It'll be third down and 10 for Cincinnati. Blake Mangleson, the Mangler, with the wrap-up tackle at the line of scrimmage. So Cincinnati near scoring territory, but this would be a 57-yarder if they get nothing on third down. So they are either looking at four-down territory or a punt-and-pin scenario here. It is third down and long nine, almost 10, at the BYU 39-yard line. The Bearcats are four for six on third downs. Twins left and twins right. Kiner off the right hip, left hip of Jones in the gun. Watch that downhill give. BYU brings three, drops eight. Jones steps up, takes off. 35, 30 didn't get there. He's short by a yard. Another fourth and one, and the Bearcats missed on a fourth and one already. Cincinnati, more than 100 yards better than BYU in yardage tally, but it's a crucial moment for the Bearcats. Fourth and one at the BYU 31. They're going to go for it. Jones in the gun. The hand clap. The give. Kiner, he got it! Hard yard and a half gained by Corey Kiner on a fourth and one. Did the Bearcats need that? Two minutes into quarter number two in a one-touchdown ball game, and the Bearcats keep the drive going down to the 29-yard line. BYU's going to make a rotation. They're going to run Mangelson off, and they're going to bring Jackson Cravens on, get a nice little breath in the middle of that defensive line. You want to make sure those guys are fresh. And it's just hurt. Emory Jones running up the middle right now is really hurting you. Make sure you're sealing up on those rushes. Don't give up your gap. Bearcats in the power pistol. A turn and a handoff to Kiner. Kiner wrapped up by John Nelson after a gain of a yard, running it right. Second down and nine. It's all Cincinnati right now on the stat sheet. BYU the 7-0 lead. The Bearcats have doubled up BYU in possession time. Well more than 100 yards, the advantage in total offense. But they tend to have trouble finding points more than they do finding yards. And here they are in a second down and nine from the BYU 28-yard line. Ball between the hash marks. Bearcats going right to left as we see it and you hear it tonight. Jones, shotgun. Miles Montgomery off his left. Trips to the right. Jones, left flat, throws to Montgomery, and only a yard to the left flat as between numbers and boundary. Great read by Max Tooley to get out there and make that tackle. Max Tooley, man, he can do it all. He can get into coverage. He can get out in the flats. He can fill up an A-gap. He can defeat a defense, or sorry, an offensive lineman's block. He's having a great game so far. That was Montgomery on the short gain, setting up third down and eight from the BYU 27. Twins left the short side and twins right the wide side. And now an audible by Jones. On a 10-second play clock, he backs up into the gun. Miles Montgomery aligned to his right. Play fake. Three-step. And wide open at the 10. The catch and the touchdown for Shaman Mateer. And Cincinnati draws within one with the PAT pending. 
11-18 to play. The runner was short of the goal line. It's first down. They say he was down knee down. So Mateer. I don't think oh, that's no, going to be a touchdown. touchdown. They're going to review this. And they're going to call it a score. Yep. The knee never touched his hind end hit oh. at around the goal, around the one, but the ball was already crossed the plane. They should review this. That's a touchdown. Previous play of the runner short of the goal line is under further review. Yeah, I think when they take a look at this again, Hans, they'll see touchdown, right? Yeah, that's going to be touchdown. And boy, doggone it. Uh, talk about finding the soft spot in the zone. Shimon Mateer is a really good tight end. You've got to watch him in motion. He'll hit wheel routes, and he'll hit crossers or deep posts. He's a really good route runner. Five catches for 57 yards coming into this game. But he had a huge catch and gain against Oklahoma last week that was really keeping Cincinnati in that game. So you've got to pay attention to Mateer. That's a really good tight end. But I, I don't like how big that, that gap, that hole was in that zone right now. BYU's got to make sure that they're sealing down on Mateer. You might want to bump him in some of these routes because you know they're going to go back to him. First touchdown for Mateer came into today 5 for 57, an average of 11.4, a long of 35. And that was a 26-yard touchdown catch. This shouldn't be a long review, but they're taking a while with it. I didn't think it was a great call live because he appeared to be had the leverage to launch himself into the end zone. Again, the call on the field is down at the one, but I think he got in, and referee Michael Vanderveld, I think will be confirming that for us right about now. The headset is off, and here comes the call. After review, the receiver breaks the goal line. It's a touchdown. It is indeed. So 10-59 to play until halftime, 7-6 with the PAT from the Bearcats pending. The kicker is Carter Brown. He's perfect on his PAT tries, 13 for 13 this season. It's kind of all Cincinnati right now, 162 to 29 in yardage. And finally, the Bearcats get some payoff for all that offensive work with a score. And that capped an 18-play, 90-yard, 6-minute, 49-second drive. Carter Brown on for the PAT. The right-footed kicker swings the leg and ties the ball game. 18 plays. That's the longest drive of the year. The Bearcats already had a 17-yard drive earlier, in the, a 17-play drive earlier in the year. This one's 18. Their previous long drive was 87. This was 90 yards, and they've had a longer drive than 6:49. In fact, they had a touchdown drive or a field goal drive. Beg your pardon. Of eight minutes and 11 seconds. That was actually 17 plays, not 18 ties. The season long. Take a break. We'll come back. Greg and hands in the booth. 7-7 on the field, Cougars and Bearcats on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And BYU football is brought to you by All-Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All-Pro Capital, proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. And in the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth, Greg Rubel and Hans Olsen. Let's take a look at two things, Greg, that need to shore up really quick. We talk about defensive linemen rushing with their ears pinned back or rushing with their heads off. You can't do that right now. Emory Jones is getting the best of you. Caden Hawes got a rush to the outside from a three technique. He got too wide, and he got put in the ground. As a D-tackle, when you get put in the ground and you're outside of your gap, it opens up a gap for the quarterback to run through. So Emory Jones has gashed you a couple times in that. The other thing is you've got a very young safety in Raider DeMuni. He's sitting 16, 17, maybe 18 yards deep. That's giving cushions on the zone. 
until he gets a little bit more comfortable with that position and feels like he can creep up a little bit and use his speed to get back into those zones, you might be able to find those soft spots. So watch for Cincinnati to hit those soft spots on the crossers of about 15 to 20 yards. Emory Jones is averaging 9.3 yards per carry, long of 14. The kickoff by Rory Bell is a sidewinder that will go out of bounds, and BYU will get good field position. 35-yard line. So a mistake by Cincy on the kickoff after a long drive results in a game-tying score. 7-7 is our score. 10-59 to play until kickoff halftime. Kickoff out of bounds. Kicking team. Ball be placed at the 35-yard line. It's first down. All right, time for the Kooks to get going here. Keaton Slovis has one completion for two yards. BYU, 29 yards of offense. Cincinnati's at 162 right now. Well, let me tell you, with the Oklahoma game film, the way Oklahoma beat the Cincinnati defense in the second half, they started playing downhill. I talked a lot about downhill. That wasn't because I was just taking a guess. It's because that's what Oklahoma did to Cincinnati in the second half of that game. It was 6-10 to 10 with three minutes left in the third quarter. Cincinnati had Oklahoma at odds. And then Oklahoma started coming down and punching them in the mouth. So let's see if BYU can start to punch them in the mouth a little bit. L.J. Martin takes the handoff and takes it for three from the 35 to the 38-yard line. Between tackle and guard left, Malik Van, the tackle for the Bearcats. Offensive line stays with Suamataia, Fitzgerald, Miley, Pay, and Kaim left to right across the front. Deion Smith now checks in for the first time tonight. We went from, BYU went from, L.J. Martin to Miles Davis when they platooned it back earlier. And now it's Deion Smith. 32-11. to 11. Plays run right now. Yeah. Cincinnati snapped 21 more plays than BYU. It's exhausting for that BYU defense. Slovis in the gun. Claps the hands. Chest high snap. Hand off Deion Smith. Middle for not much. Give him two. A third down and five coming up for BYU. This becomes a big down because of what you just said. The offense is spending almost no time on the field. Yeah. So, so moving the chains, even just once or twice in a drive, will feel like a victory of sorts because since he's possession time is right now sitting at 14 minutes to five the edge but I like the first two play calls because it is giving BYU a chance to throw some punches and basically you're putting the running back on a piggyback ride with Connor Pay, and he's just trying to ride for first down yardage BYU only one for three on third downs Bearcats five for eight Slovis gun trips to the right takes his drop looks left throws left goes deep he's got a man down the far side just missed him Keanu Hill was open down the far boundary and too much under it from Slovis. It goes to fourth and five from the BYU 40, and the punt team comes on. And so just like that, the offense is off the field. So, so you're, you're near midfield here, and, and again, it's only five yards to gain, and needing a spark, you wonder if this may be a chance to take a little bit of a gamble here, but man alive. What's tough but, is... But since he gets the ball, they've just been holding it for so long, Hans. And, and what's tough is your offensive line gave up pressure right there. If Keaton Slovis has one more second in the pocket clean, he hits that route in stride. That's a real brutal pressure given up by this offensive line. A directional punt to the near boundary down the field to the right, the way Rico kicked it. It goes out of bounds at the Cincinnati 15-yard line. They'll mark it at the 14. First and 10 Bearcats. So, Oh, boy. In a game in which Cincy is out possessing BYU by a plus nine minute margin and a plus 130 yard edge, the Bearcats get the ball back in a tie ball game. 9.24 to go until halftime. 7 7 BYU and UC on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Tonight, Louisville getting the win over NC State on the road by a final score of 13-10. to And currently going on in Corvallis, a matchup of two top 20 teams. Number 19, Oregon State leading number 10, Utah in the third quarter, 14 to nothing. Let's head back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Jason. Sometimes, hands the stats don't play out how you think they're going to, and then sometimes they hold. And right now for Cincy, the stats are holding. Cincy came in to tonight seventh nationally in possession time it's 14 to 646 in possession time for Cincinnati the Bearcats were 14th nationally in rushing offense they've outgained BYU 117 to 32 on the ground and they were 14th in total offense they're at 162 to BYU's 34 so it's all Cincinnati there but on the big board it's tied up 7-7 924 to go till halftime but I see things that you can do to stop these drives Number one, first and foremost, I'm telling you, focus on Emory Jones and his feet. Make sure that you're shutting down those gaps. Don't let him rush through the middle on these second and seven, second and eights when he's taking it in shotgun and he's not seeing his routes open and he's just going and getting 15 yards with his feet. You've got to stop that first before anything else. They're in the pistol. Kiner behind Jones. Now power pistol. Strength right. Handoff right. A gap shooter from Kiner up the middle for three to the 20 or the 17-yard line. Drive began at the 14, gain of three by Kiner, tackled by Crew Wakely, the Utah State transfer. So the safeties now are Wakely and DeMuni. They began the game with Wall and Slade. Hecker checks out. Garrett checks in. Garrett and Robinson, the corners. Jacob Robinson has the one BYU score in this game. Pistol, motion, Turner from left to right. Jones dumps it off underneath. Looks like Mateer, and it is Mateer with a first down catch. On second and seven, gain of nine for the tight end, Mateer. Taggart makes the tackle of Mateer, who tied the game at seven on a 26-yard touchdown catch earlier in this quarter. You need to get a little more press in the middle. Uh, you need to get a little more push. And right now, you've got David Latu playing in the middle. He just has to get more push so that you've got more confusion from the quarterback. Since he has snapped 20 more plays than BYU, 34-14 to 14 right now from the pistol. The run right and just banging off a tackle is Kiner. That, you see that a lot. He is a pinball out there. It's five-yard gain for Kiner. Strong runner came into this thing with 330 yards, and he really just gets his knees churning, and he's a power-packed guy. He's listed at 5'9", 220. Uh, I would put him maybe 5'7", 5'8", 215. He is a bowling ball, and it's hard to bring those guys. When they get that low center of gravity, you really have to hit them square because when they get up under your pads, they can bust your ribs out. He's a fun runner to watch, not fun to tackle at 5'9", 215. Jones takes a straight back drop pressure from his right, and he throws complete on the out to the near sideline to Braden Smith, or was it Xavier Henderson? It's Xavier Henderson on the reception, and it'll be a first down for Cincinnati into BYU territory at the 46-yard line. The Florida transfer, Xavier Henderson, 6'3", 200, the senior, Coming into tonight, had only one away reception on the year. Did most of his damage at home. Henderson now with two catches for 32, and that was a 23-yarder to get down to the 46. And already 7-10 is the time remaining in quarter number two. 7-7 is our game with the Bearcats at the Cougar 46. First down and 10. Shotgun split backs. Handoff middle, and that's Miles Montgomery for a gain of five. 
good gains every time they hand it off, hands. Yeah, this second and five situation is always dangerous, too, with Cincinnati. I've seen a couple of different scenarios off second and five. I've seen a fly sweep scenario, and they also will go back to Shimon Mateer, the tight end on a second and five. They'll, they'll put him in a motion and a wheel route. I don't think he's on the field right now, but I know that they do love that, that play. Twins to the left, single wide to the right. They're going to go power pistol, strength left, with Kiner the tailback. They move that power pistol back to the right hip now as the handoff goes to Kiner for nothing. It'll be third down and five. Maybe a loss of one on the play to third and six. That was the second and five run to Kiner. It was a loss of one. So third down and six Bearcats at the BYU 41-yard line. Might this be four down territory? Too long for a field goal. And you want to get something out of this if you're Scott Satterfield. You're sitting at a third and six at the BYU 42. Great backside press by Jackson Cravens, number 91. He's going to get across the face of his guard and get into that run play from the backside. That's what I talked about pregame. BYU has to do better, sealing off the backside. Cincinnati did not seal off the backside, and Cravens makes a big play. Third down and six at the BYU 42. Jones in the gun. Kiner off his right. Option to the right. Keeper by Jones. Almost nothing. A yard. It'll be fourth and five to the 41-yard line. Tyler Batty on the wrap-up. Punt team is edging onto the field. They may choose punt and pin here. Cincinnati is going to feel that they should be in something other than a tie ball game right now. They are outgaining BYU 206-34, to but we're 7-7 on the board. The offense stays on the field. Fourth to four, and they stay out there. They're going to try to catch them flat-footed, heavy breathing. Fourth and long four. They need the 36 of BYU. Jones in the gun. Stops, pauses, looks toward the near sideline, and now audibles. The play clock's down to six. It's down to five. Are they going to get this off? Down to four and three. The play will not get off. It'll be a timeout, Cincinnati. Got to think about that one. Cincinnati has called their first charge timeout. Timeout on the field. 4.50 to go until halftime. 7-7 ball game, fourth and four. What do you do if you're Scott Satterfield? Punt and pin or try and keep this drive moving? The Bearcats are about to snap or would be about to snap their 40th play to BYU's 14 in the first half. Well, personally, I go for it because I think I've got the defense breathing pretty heavy. I also feel like I've got a nice zone separation between the safety and the linebackers. So what I'd run is a crosser just behind the linebacker, see if I could catch that safety at depth. If the safety stays too deep and I've got soft edges, then I might try that downhill veer just off the right side of my offensive tackle that they got the first down earlier in the game. We'll see if the Bearcats do that after this. It is 7-7, BYU and Cincinnati with 4.50 to go until halftime on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cats, 4.50 to play until halftime, and Cincinnati going forward on a fourth down and four from the BYU 40. Ball far hash. Nope, beg your pardon, they'll come out with the punt. They will punt and pin. No go. It'll be a punt formation for the Bearcats who choose to play it prudently and put BYU in a long field situation. Hobbs Nyberg awaits at his six yard line. The punter Mason Fletcher getting ready to boot it away and we've got movement. False start I think on Cincinnati before the punt. False start. Number 32. Offense. Five yard penalty. Fourth down. And Mason Fletcher won't complain about the extra yardage he will get. He's a 44-yard per punt kicker this season, but in the FBS annals, he's sixth currently in active career average. 
He's got a long of 57, the Australian does. He awaits it as 40. Will sidestep, step up, backspin it, end over end, and a fair catch called for and made by Hobbs at the 5. So it'll be 95-yard field facing BYU in a tie ball game. Cincinnati outgaining BYU 208 to 34. Outpossessing BYU 14 minutes to 7. And have run 39 plays to BYU's 14. So it's all Cincy there, but we're squared up on the scoreboard. And Keaton Slovis and the offense back out on the field now. BYU showing some real respect to this Cincinnati defensive backfield. Brian Threats is one of the safeties for Cincinnati. He's one of the best in the country. Very fast, aggressive tackler. Really across that backfield, they've got some aggressive tacklers, but you might want to try to flip this back out to the outsides and see if you can lock Keanu Hill up, get your receivers blocking if you can't really get the, the yards in the middle. BYU looking to find some threats offensively. Slovis at the goal line, takes the shot, does that be so? He's hit and releases the football while going down in the end zone, nearly a safety. He got rid of that ball really quickly as the contact came to the left side of his body, nearly dropped in the end zone for a safety, and got rid of the ball right at the last second. The pressure is coming inside the two count, and it's also coming from the inside of that offensive line. They're running some different loop pressures. That was just a line call. Everybody went lying, and they brought that outside linebacker off the weak side, and he split the guard and the center and just put his helmet right in the back of Slovis. He felt that one. Second down and 10. They give Martin, and he'll follow a pile of bodies to the left for a gain of four. That was a decent pile pusher to the nine, but here it is, a third down again, and BYU one for four on third downs. You don't get it here, hands, and you're punting it away to Cincinnati with great field position and with them able to own the middle eight because they'll begin the second half with the football. We have 4.15 to play in quarter number two. It's 7-7. This offensive line really needs to get their base right now. Give Slovis a minute to throw this ball. He's getting hit nearly every pass. Watch those backside blitz and pick up your, your rusher. Third down and six. Slovis on a three-step. Pumps. Flushed out to the right. Looking for someone downfield. As he gets toward the sideline, he throws it. Is it picked off at the boundary? It's dropped. Incomplete and nearly picked off at the near sideline. BYU will punt it away on a fourth down and six. And so it's a three and out for BYU. A drive that began at the five-yard line ends at the nine. BYU's gained 38 yards in three possessions. It was a nice switch up by Cincinnati's defense. So they've been throwing the fastball down the pipe. Fastball, fastball, fastball. And they just threw the slider. They only rushed three. They didn't really push the tempo. They clouded out their zone, and they made sure that that wasn't an easy pitch and catch by Slovis. The pressure wasn't there. Slovis didn't need to leave the pocket. He kind of escaped out the right side. I think he was looking for some type of play extension. I thought he might be able to find something slipping out of there, but that play took too long to develop. I said three possessions. That's BYU's fourth drive, and Rico will punt it from the end zone. Hammers this one. Just kills this one. A lot of space for Braden Smith back at his own 25-yard line. Got to the 35 is all, and Marcus McKenzie makes a nice special teams tackle. Flag on the far side of the field, however. So 3.33 to play until halftime. And Cincy football, BYU's had the ball only four times in the first half. 
you're averaging around 13, 14 possessions a game. BYU's on pace for eight. That's how Cincy plays. Heavy possession time. Team is the Bearcats, and we're still waiting the result of this flag. We haven't gotten the call yet from Michael Vandervelde. We should get it here in just a matter of seconds. This came on a long punt from Rico. Cincinnati pressed BYU's gunner out of bounds. And I, I don't know if they're going to call him on a holding or what they did exactly. During the punt, number 20 stepped out of bounds and came back on his own. It's a five-yard penalty. They'll be tacked on. Five yards, first down. Time out on the field. I, I didn't feel like he stepped out of bounds on his own. I, that, that's the gunner. He was on a two-man press. He was trying to get to the outside of that to hold his lane. And I, I, you can't step out voluntarily. It looked like he was pressed out to me. 66-yard punt, Cincinnati football after this. 3.33 to go until halftime. 7-7 ball game. Bearcats get the ball back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU in the Big 12 plays here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hotel Park City named one of America's top 25 hotels in TripAdvisor's 2022 Traveler's Choice Awards. You've got one of the best of the best in your own backyard, so book your Hotel Park City stay today. 7-7, BYU in Cincinnati with 3.33 to go until halftime. Cincinnati, with what it's doing on the field, should expect to be in something other than a 7-7 football game. BYU's done very little offensively. The Cougars scored on defense to give them their only score. BYU has 38 yards on 17 plays. If they don't get the ball back here in the first half, they'd be pacing for a game around 34, 35 plays. The lowest of the Kalani Sitake era is 38 plays against LSU in that game. They got smoked in back in 2017. Now, here we come to the middle eight, if you will. Final four minutes of the first half, first four minutes of the second half. Key phase of a football game. Since he has the ball, in the final four of the first, and they'll get the ball to begin half number two. Well, BYU did a good job of getting them off the field in that last offensive possession. That showed some guts and some heart because you know how fatigued they are. That's a lot of snaps for this defense to take in that first half. It showed some real guts and heart to be able to seal up that middle, but they're going to go back to that middle soft zone. And with the new clock rules, to be pacing between 80 and 90 plays says a lot for Cincinnati. They go power pistol, the turn and handoff, starting to the right. Bouncing it back to the left is Miles Montgomery, and that is a gain of 11 on first and 10. A strong run of the 47 of BYU. 321 clock rolling. The Bearcats can stop it two more times. BYU can stop it two times as we get into the closing moments of half number one. They've gone back to Tanner Wall at the safety position, and Tanner is going to come from about 12 yards deep, so he's not 16-17. He's about 12 yards deep. It's Wall and Wakely now at safety. A sprint right from Jones. Double clutches and throws for a first down on the boundary to Xavier Henderson. Henderson moves the sticks, gain of 14. So just like that, the Bearcats are into scoring territory at the 33-yard line of BYU. 7-7 hour score. Can the Cougars keep it there? 2.50 to play. And you know what Scott Satterfield would love to do is just take this thing right down to the closing seconds and score to end the half, knowing you're getting the ball to begin the next half. It's 7-7 late in half number one. They're in the pistol as they've been for most of the half. Miles Montgomery, the tailback. Jones in the gun. They motion now Mateer to the fullback. Power pistol left. Handoff Montgomery middle. And he keeps the legs churning after taking contact. A five-yard gain on first down. It'll be second and make that, uh, yep, five-yard gain on first down. Was that second and, second and five will be our new set. 
It's crazy. It's like a, a car gets tipped upside down with cruise control on, and the tires are still spinning. That was his legs. Yeah, it, <laughs> these, these runners just don't stop moving their legs. A tempo and draw, and a spin by Jones will not get there. Needed five and got three. Give him only two. A third down and three coming up. Uh, Jones, he's getting used to trying to squirt through that A-gap when he sees those D-tackles get any width in their rush. Much, much better job of holding your lanes and forcing a third down. And if BYU can force a field goal try here, they'll feel like they've done something late in the first half on a game that Cincinnati outgains BYU by 200-plus yards to this point. Kiner the tailback. He vacates to the left flat. Pressure on Jones. Dumps it off underneath. It's a catch for a first down on the underneath to Xavier Henderson. Xavier Henderson with his fourth catch to lead Cincinnati. Now the clock's at 124. Since he can now start thinking about using his timeouts. 120 clock rolling. They go first and 10 from the 21 of BYU. Trips to the wide side, right side. Snap to the left of Jones. And that's a nothing down. A run up the middle for a yard to the 20 for Corey Kiner. And will they stop the clock here? It's rolling. 105. They've got two timeouts at their disposal. No timeout. And they're back at the line with no huddle. Twins left and right. Snap. Jones. Three-step. He throws. Nearly intercepted. Eddie Heckard had a beat on it. On the deep down and in from Wiggins, it falls incomplete. And it's now third down and nine for Cincy at the BYU 20. That's so close to being BYU's possession. That's as close a pick as you can get. Yep. In fact, if you just tighten up those hands just a little bit, Eddie Heckard has himself another interception. Since he is 6 for 10 on third downs, BYU 1 for 5. This is a third and 9 at the BYU 20. 52 seconds on the second quarter clock. Pistol, Kiner, the tail behind Jones. The hand clap, the thigh-high snap. The throw to the near side, not good for a first down to the 14-yard line. A gain of six. It'll be fourth and three. Evan Plater on the catch. Evan Prater, beg your pardon, on the reception. And so the field goal team will come on to give the Bearcats a lead before the break. It's another classic Jay Hill five-man pressure on a third down. He, he loves that, and we've been seeing that all year long, and I love it. It does my heart a lot of good because I love aggressive defenses. But he brings five guys on the pressure. He brings a middle linebacker out on a loop on the outside. They get just enough push to force this field goal. If you're sensitive, since you better make this kick, because that was a weird play call on a third and nine, throwing it for six yards. The snap and the hold, the kick on its way, and it is through for three from number 33, Carter Brown. He's now 9 for 11 on field goal tries, and since he has scored 10 in a row to take a lead, 10-7 with 44 seconds to go until halftime. It was bonkers watching the Oklahoma game. He missed one from 26. I mean, pulled it hard left. And oh, his, he, his misses are 26 and 35. He's made everything outside 40. So, yeah, he misses the 26-yarder. I'm like, oh, this guy's bad, like the beginning of the game. And then he pulls through a 54-yarder yeah. just a little bit later in the game. I'm like, is this guy really bad or is he really good I, I don't know is he is he bad from short yardage I mean is he only good from 52 and out but right there he pokes it through and gives Cincinnati a nice three-point lead with 44 seconds yeah he's four for four 40 and beyond and he's missing on the short ones as hands just noted it's a little bizarre isn't it it is a little bizarre oh. 33 yard field goal caps a 42 yard drive nine plays 249 off the clock so since he's possessed the ball for 21 and change, BYU's had it for fewer than eight minutes. The play's run. 
The discrepancy is now 30 plays of difference. 47 to 17 in plays snapped. And the yardage is 250 to 38 in the Bearcats' favor. Yet, it's a three-point game is all. 10-7 Cincy. Rory Bell will kick off. He'll make his run up from right to left as we see it and you hear it. South to north here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, a sold-out stadium for BYU's Big 12 home opener. No offensive scores for BYU in the first half. Keelan Marion takes it out of the end zone. Marion to the 15, spins off a tackle, but then snowed under shy of the 20. It'll be a long field for BYU with two timeouts on the clock and 36 seconds remaining in half number one. Keaton Slovis, one completion for two yards in the first half. Ooh, that's brutal. And I think you're going to be satisfied to take this in 10-7. I don't think 30 seconds left. I don't think you try to push this thing down the field. You don't want anything crazy to happen to give Cincinnati any more motivation going in at halftime. A Cincinnati player down on the field between the 20 and 25-yard line after that kickoff return from Keelan Marion. BYU scored first and scored on defense. Since then, 10 in a row for Cincinnati. 36 seconds left. I mean, you can run a couple of safe plays. You could try to get it out to the sidelines. You do have some timeouts. You got two timeouts left. I just don't want to see anything forced down the middle. I don't want to see anything pushed into zone. You know that Cincinnati is going to probably run a two-deep safety look. Just don't, don't make any big mistakes. If you are going to try something big, don't make any big mistakes because Cincinnati already gets the motivation, a little bit of the momentum off of that field goal going in at halftime. All right, 10-7 Bearcats and 36 seconds on the clock. Keaton Slovis and the BYU O out on the field. Isaac Rex, part of Twins to the right. No catches for Rex. In fact, the only catch of the half is L.J. Martin for two yards. Slovis gun. You hear the hand clap. He takes a three-step. Settles in the pocket and throws. There it is. Complete to Keanu Hill. 40-yard line. It's a gain of 22 on first down and 10. And with 30 seconds to go until halftime. Playing with fire. move the sticks. Give it the 41-yard line. Playing with fire. Firing it over the middle. That was just over the outreached fingertips of the linebacker. Bearcats blitz. Keaton throws to Chase Roberts in stride to the 35. The BYU offense comes alive in the closing seconds of half number one. BYU has two timeouts remaining and 18 seconds on the clock. 35-yard line of Cincinnati. BYU has called their second charge. Timeout of the first half. This will be a 30 seconds. So Keaton Slovis was one for eight for two yards. And now he goes back-to-back completions for 47 yards late in the first half. Uh, You get a couple of different man looks, and you've got Cincinnati just trying to run man-on-man. Jordan Young is a step behind, and that's just a really well-placed pass. I will tell you, though, in that first pass over the middle, Dorian Jones was sitting in a zone look, and if that pass is just a foot lower, he possibly comes down with that interception. He has a lot of green field to look for his own end zone. So, hey, look. You didn't come here to play it safe. You didn't come here to lose. You didn't come here to go in at half down. And Aaron Roderick feeling a little bit aggressive. You know what else this does? It it pulls back your aggression on the rush. So Keaton Slovis threw both those passes without pressure on him, which probably felt really good for him. Play clock at 10, game clock at 18. BYU can stop it one more time. The Cougs could tie or take a lead after this strange first half. Slovis, chest high snap. 
and throws quickly to Rex. Rex has it knocked away. It's pass interference, and BYU will get 15 yards on that. And look at this. In a half where BYU could barely move the football and hardly had the football, the Cougs could be tied or leading at the break. They're going to run a man look with Jordan Young. Pass interference, number one, defense. Ball be placed at the spot of the foul. First down. They're going to run a man look with Jordan Young pressed on Isaac Rex. Isaac Rex is a big body. He's kind of got that bodied out position on Young, and the only thing Young could do is really pull him down to the ground. Time for our money moment of the game, brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with All Pro Capital. This is the money moment of the game. First and 10 at the 22 of Cincinnati. Slovis shotgun. Takes a five-step drop. Pressure from his right. Man wide open in the end zone. Makes the catch for the score. And the Cougars take the lead. Darius Lassiter on the touchdown catch. And the Cougars are in front with six seconds to go in the second quarter. You get a blown coverage on the field side. It's a blown coverage on the field side. For one reason or the other, Cincinnati falls off the outside. So you get motion from the outside receiver. He bows underneath. And you're going to get a nice route from Lassiter to an open corner. For one reason or the other, the motion pulled Cincinnati out of their coverage. And you have nobody to cover that front side corner of the end zone. Holy cow. I guess when you have a little bit of time to throw a football, a little bit of time for a play to develop, you can move down the field in four plays. Austin Riggs the snap. Ryan Rico the hold. And Will Fair in the PAT. BYU with a Mountain America Credit Union touchdown. And the PAT takes the 14-10 lead. That is another Mountain America touchdown, which is another $250 donation to the American Red Cross, bringing us to another pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers, Daly's Bacon and the National Pork Board. Utah pork producers provide hundreds of jobs in Utah while producing safe and nutritious pork. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. That drive, three plays, 82 yards, 30 seconds, and the Cougars take a 14-10 league. There was nothing happening through almost the entire first half, and on the final minute of the first half, the Cougars take a lead. Scott Satterfield and the Bearcats are going, how are we not leading this football game? But you know what? I look at two plays. The fourth down, the third and nine, where they throw a six-yard pattern, kick a field goal, and earlier where they punt and pin when they could have gone for it on fourth down. Those were two momentum-losing plays after they were dominating BYU, and the Cougs make the Bearcats pay for those conservative plays and score to take a lead before the break. It really is wacky, and I do like that route combo that they just ran. It was a trip set. It was a spread trip set, and you motion... Darius Lassiter from the outside all the way into the slot. So he's the third receiver on the inside. And then you take Chase Roberts and you take Keanu Hill and you're going to run defenders off. You're going to run them on a streak and you're going to run them on a post. And as they run deep, you're going to put Darius Lassiter on a wheel route. So he just wheels towards the sideline and he's going to go up the sideline and found wide open because all the defenders just went with Chase Roberts and Keanu Hill on that go and that post. They all just kind of collapsed down to the middle of the field, and that leaves you a wide-open touchdown. Fantastic route tree, and that's a blown coverage by Cincinnati. They're going to be kicking themselves for that blow-up. Darius Lasseter's third BYU touchdown, seventh of his college career. Cincinnati, after the Will and kickoff and touchback, will run it and end the half. With a simple run for four yards to the right side. BYU 14, Cincinnati 10 is our halftime score. 
BYU lost a lot of statistical categories and leads the only one that matters on the big board. A four-point lead at the break. BYU just needs to play like they have 36 seconds on the clock the rest of the game. That's all they got to do. Just think in your head. Oh, we've only got 36 seconds. Hurry. Let's run something crazy and let's make them blow up their coverage and let's throw this ball deep. I, I guess if you got 36 seconds, you can make a lot happen with this BYU offense. That's weird, Greg. I mean, you, you find time in the pocket for Keaton Slovis. He's thrown out of a clean pocket. You can't get the rush. Cincinnati's on their heels. Down to Mitchell Jurgens with Kalani at halftime. Mitch. Coach, you had a hard time moving the ball on offense, but finished with an incredible scoring drive. What was your assessment of the first half? Just do what we did in the last drive. I mean, sense of urgency, you know, just getting first down. So whatever it takes. I mean, I, uh, right now we got to do whatever it takes to get points on the board. And that's what I told A-Rod and the offensive staff. So just keep being aggressive. And let's just let's just try to get more points on the board. I'm uh, On defense, we got we to stop the run. Uh, they, they had a lot of run plays in the QB scramble. And so that's what he does. But we, we know about, knew about that. But we got to get off the field on third downs. And so uh, got a lot of work. But. But a lot of things that we can we can accomplish in the second half. Yeah, you find yourself with a four-point lead uh, going into halftime. What's it going to take to keep that momentum and, and come away with the win? Yeah, it's just it's the little things. Uh, tackle better on defense. They're getting extra yards because we're not making the first first guy's not making the, the right uh, plays on the tackle. Um, on offense, stay on, sustain your blocks, run the right routes. It's literally us, us just got to execute. That's it. On, it's all three phases, and uh, we should be okay in the second half. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. All right, thank you, Mitch and Kalani. Halftime recap and Cougar Halftime Live after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hello and welcome.